This is episode number 76 of the To Birth and Beyond podcast. We're so excited to have you with us on this episode of To Birth and Beyond. I'm Jesse Mundell, mom, kinesiologist, and fitness coach to pregnant and current moms. And I'm Anita Lambert, mom, pelvic health and orthopedic physiotherapist with a focus on women's health. On the show, we provide information and education on fitness, the pelvic floor, fertility, pregnancy, birth, postpartum, and women's health. We offer a brave space to have candid and vulnerable conversations on the struggles and joys of motherhood, including all aspects of our physical, mental, and emotional health. While you're listening in, please remember that the information on the show is not meant to diagnose or treat any medical conditions. Please speak with your medical provider for all things related to your healthcare. We're so excited to have you. Let's dive into today's show. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of To Birth and Beyond. It's Jesse Mundell, and today my husband, Randy George, is back with us for the third time. You're actually our only returning guest we have had on the podcast so far. Thank you for being on. Good thing it's convenient I live with you. <laughs> it's very convenient. That's probably why you're our only returning guest. Just kidding. Just kidding. Uh, you ever had anybody walk off? <laughs> Not yet. Not yet. So Randy is back with us today for the third time, as I said. So the first episode we did together was when I was pregnant with our baby who is now one year old. And I was probably, gosh, like just in the third trimester maybe of that pregnancy. And the second episode was when we did a recap on the early postpartum period. It was probably less than six months maybe way less than that, three or four months postpartum, I can't remember. And so this episode, we're going to be talking about what the first year postpartum has looked like and been like for us in our individual experiences of mothering and fathering and parenting, and then also in our experience of doing that together. So it has been just over a year now of life with two kids. Our oldest is going to be four years old in about a month, and our youngest just turned one at the end of June. So we're going to give you a quick recap on what early postpartum looked like for us. If you didn't catch that episode, we'll put the link to that episode in the show notes. I forget the number of it right now. But we'll do a quick recap just so we can catch up to speed before we jump into what the second half of this year has looked like. Okay, so Randy, tell us, quick recap, what that first, say, six, seven months postpartum life with two kids was like for you. Well, the first six months, I was home on a parental leave, and it was mentally exhausting to go through the daily life of someone that was a stay-at-home parent. Um, yeah, other than that, it's, I couldn't wait to get back to work. So, yeah, I, that was it. Yeah, I think when we recorded that episode, it was maybe three or months for three or four months postpartum, and you were considering going back to work from parental leave early because you had originally wanted or we decided that you would take six or seven months off. Yeah. Okay. So what happened after that? Um, well, I took the full six and yeah, it ended up not being so bad. Um, you start to get in the kind of swing of things 
and uh, I mean, still exhausting. But uh, the only part about work that I really missed was socializing with the people at the hall. So, yeah, talking to adults. Adult, adult, adulting. <laughs> yeah, adult <laughs> conversation. So, what were the most challenging parts of that first seven months of parental leave for you? Our toddler. Yeah. She was exhausting. Yeah. She had a lot of feelings. Mm-hmm. And she took it out on us. <laughs> yes. Our son actually turned out to be the easiest part of it. Mm-hmm. He slept really well. Mm-hmm. Through the days, the only time he was fussing was if he was in a leap or teething. It was super easy. Did you enjoy being a full-time parent? Um, I don't know. It's a tough question. Because I really like what I do. Yeah. It's just leaving you with two kids is tough. What about that is tough? Just knowing how hard it is with one. So I can only imagine what it would be like alone with two all the time. (laughs) Yeah. It is extremely difficult, as you all know now. I think what we talked about in that last episode where we were talking about early postpartum was that... It was really nice for me to have you home during that first seven months. I really think that it changed the whole landscape of how we went into that first chunk of time with two kids in our life, in our marriage. And for me, it really was so supportive for early postpartum to have a second parent there full time as well. I can not even imagine how difficult it would be if I was doing that or if one parent was doing that by themselves right off the hop immensely difficult because it was immensely difficult with two parents at home full-time so let's skip ahead then you went back to work as a firefighter after seven months so theo our youngest was seven months when you went back what has it been like now almost six months after being back to work full-time for you well now i'm kind of back into my regular routine of work so it, it feels normal to me but when I first went back it I was torn because I liked going back and talking to adults but I missed being at home at that point and was missing or just feeling like I was missing out on things at home um, like when you would send me pictures or videos and so that part was tough and I was kind of torn from being at work or being at home. And, um, but as time went on, it got a little easier to be at work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We got into more of a normal routine. Yeah. What, what has been different for you than you were expecting throughout this first year postpartum with two kids? I think, but like I was expecting the worst and I mean, if Theo turned out to be more of a time-consuming kid, um, it probably would have went the way I was thinking, but he turned out to be fairly easy, so it hasn't been as bad as I thought it was going to be. Yeah, we've talked about this a lot, but I think that we are absolutely both expecting the worst for it to be even more difficult than it has been. And like you said, Theo's turned out to be a pretty easygoing baby, which we are 
so grateful for and a good sleeper, which I think absolutely changes your experience of parenting an infant and a toddler as well. Um, okay. So what do you feel like at now over a year? What do you feel is like in a good groove or easy or kind of seamless? Or is there anything that feels that way? Um, I don't think anything is seamless because each one of them, our toddler and our almost toddler are changing all the time, different attitudes, um, building their own character. So it's, there's nothing seamless about it. You always have to adapt and change. Uh, let me switch this around on you. Mm-hmm. What is your resentment been like from the time I was home to the time I've been at work? Yeah. I'm glad you asked that. Cause I was just about to, I was just about to say that because my experience of course has been very different than yours. We're living different lives for a lot of, for a lot of the time. So when you were home, so let me back up even further for our first experience with our oldest, that postpartum period was really defined with resentment for me. I felt a lot of load from being the primary parent. And I was just yeah, really resentful that you got to go live a different life for part of the day or for part of the week and that I was not doing that or that I was parenting so much and that I was fitting like the other stuff in my world, my work or any social things or workouts into the margins of my day. So early in the morning at that time, or after bedtime. And that was really difficult for me. It's something really that has been a theme for the last four years of parenting. We'll talk about this more as we get going into this a bit more too, but it's still something that has come up so much for us. And I think that's really common when one person is doing more of the parenting and the other person might be working outside the home. For example, that's our situation. So while you were home during this early postpartum period, my resentment was really at bay, very low because we're, it really felt to me that we were both in it together, like in the trenches, so to speak for the parenting side of things. And while it was, it was still from my view, it looked And it was easier for you to go and do other things for you to step away. And I still felt tied to being here, especially as Theo was breastfeeding during that period until eight months. But all in all, resentment was quite low. As soon as you went back to work, I remember it quite well that it was your second, you call it tours back on shift essentially. So two day shifts, two night shifts, that's what's called a tour. So it was your second tour back and I could already feel my resentment really starting to spike. So that's something that we've had tons of conversations about how we can really just be honest about that with each other and how we can remedy it. So should we talk about that? Like what we do to shoot. Okay. So, so for me, I can fall into martyring pretty easily. Um, I fall into the trap of like picking up the slack 
for a lot of the kids stuff or considering what the kids needs are and doing that. Um, especially of course, when you're at work, but also then when you're at home on your days off and I'm kind of in the mode of doing all the stuff for the kids, then I just continue to take it upon myself to keep doing it. Or if you're not stepping up to do it when you're home, then I will not delegate to you. I'll just do it and then feel really resentful about it. So one thing, and this is actually something we've been working through in counseling recently, and we'll get to counseling a little bit further into, is me delegating more to you. And do you want to tell them what you said to Jen, our counselor, about what that experience is like of me delegating to you, especially when you're like between nights or if you're off? Well, I mean, it's different when you're asking me to do something. Um, I like that better. I, I know what you need. Um, but it just depends on what. Like if I'm coming off nights and I'm tired and I've had a busy night or something and you see me sitting there, you delegate something and I feel like it's almost preachy to mm-hmm. me. So I like it. But it just depends on one. <laughs> yeah. So I was thinking about what you said in that one counseling session we had. Um, and we were particularly speaking about when you are like in between days and nights mm-hmm. or when you're exhausted and your brain is foggy and you don't know, like you can't even consider what needs to be done mm-hmm. because your focus is on whatever might have happened the night before or the day before at work the calls you might have received and you're thinking about what am I going to have to do tonight Mm -hmm. at work? So your brain is just in a different place. So you said to me in that session, I like when you delegate to me, it makes it like brings your focus back in to the present. And that was a big aha for me because (laughs) me delegating is also a source of resentment and I'm trying to flip that. And I think that it's helping for me to delegate more to you, to ask for you to step up and do the things that I need support with. I need things to be done. It feels like, again, it still feels like I get annoyed by needing to delegate because I expect the things to be done. But then I also am trying to more consider like where you are mentally and emotionally in that space and realizing that you have another life outside of this life at home and parenting. And for me, like my world is mostly right here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I also think about the things that you don't think about. Yes, which absolutely. Is housework, outside work, cutting grass, vehicle maintenance, house maintenance. Yeah. Things like that. Definitely. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> so many people want to know more about how our marriage is handled the first year postpartum with two kids. I got tons of questions about this on Instagram. So let's talk about that. How, how do you feel that our marriage has handled this transition? Um, it's tough. I mean, it's tough when we don't get to spend much time together alone. Um, we're usually both with the kids or one's with one and the other one's with another one. And that's, we don't have family here. Both of us are from out east in Ontario and and we have zero family here so we can't just call on someone to help us out which would uh, 
be amazing if we could. Um, so it has been tough, but we've we've had to take the steps needed to work through that and try to be better partners and um, also try to make more time for each other. Mm-hmm. I think that we have felt that not having family around, like, a million times more with having two kids now. I felt like we could manage it pretty well, the two of us with one kid, and now with two, it just is really difficult. It is, it's especially difficult when, of course, you're working outside the house, and it just is tough. Like, if something happens, this is what always goes through my mind. If there's an emergency, then... Like, I'm always planning that out. Like, what will I do? How will I manage that on my own? Or will you be able to leave work? It just is tricky. All our child care time is paid. So that is a barrier for us to have time together. And I know a lot of people are dealing with that as well. Um, okay, so for me on my end, I think that our marriage has handled this transition quite well. Like, really better than I was expecting. I was terrified for it. Yeah. Yeah. We've handled it. We've worked our way through it. Yeah, absolutely. It's just still tough. It's just still tough. Yeah. yeah. And we can say that, like, really liking and enjoying each other. And <laughs> it's still really tough. Let's Actually, let talk me- about how sometimes it just feels like we're co-workers yeah let's talk about and we're not partners yeah definitely because we don't get that alone time together yeah so it feels like we're just putting in work together all the time but totally. our relationship status isn't where i would love it to be anyways yeah what do you think is the discrepancy for you between where it is and where you would love it for to be just the alone time together yeah like even just getting away from the house alone is a big thing. Mm-hmm. Um, Without children. Yeah, alone. Just you and I. Yeah. Like for dinner or... I mean, it's tough because we do like to stay close to home still and be able to get back to the house if needed. But um, just alone in connection time is huge where the only time we really have now is in a hot tub for like 10 or 15 minutes which is incredible it is incredible so grateful for that we get to chat then but the same thing every night just still begins to feel like work definitely it's like a work break or a coffee break or you get to just have that little chat and then you go back to work or well you do go back to work because you go back to the internet and all of these fine people exactly I think that's so key what you said, though, that this does feel like work. This parenting stuff is work. And for me, it feels like my job, essentially. And when we're parenting together or you're parenting on your own, it feels like work. And that is difficult in a romantic relationship, as you said. Let's talk about let's talk about sex. This is let's another talk about sex, baby. <laughs> this is another question that so many people asked. Um, I think we talked about this on that second episode we did together and it was very early postpartum then. And at the time I was just feeling like, fuck, so postpartum, like so early postpartum breastfeeding exclusively. And I understood it then because I was home and 
Yeah. Constantly exhausted, too. Yes. So we weren't having, like, a lot of sex, intercourse, whatever words you want to apply to that. Um, Intimacy. Okay, so how are things changed, or have they changed for you since then? Well, it took a conversation before it changed. Um, In what way? We started having more sex. Yes. But... It was always planned out like two or three days before and it was always in the room setting and it was always at night and it was like one little light on in the bedroom and it just got to be the same thing over and over again. Mm -hmm. So that ended up feeling like the 15 minutes in the hot tub, it felt like work. Yeah. Because we had to plan it. Yeah. So, I mean, it was enjoyable, but it just... When it's always the same thing, I'm a very passionate guy, and I like to work off the passion that I have. Yeah. And I like when I have that passion that we get to express it then and there. Mm-hmm. So, Which is really difficult when there's two small children around the majority of every day. Yeah. Yeah. But we do find time now. Yes. Where before we would just be like, hey, uh, what's in your planner for like two days <laughs> at like nine o'clock? Yeah. Which just doesn't work yeah because for you for you too we could plan that but two two days mm-hmm. at nine o'clock would come around and we'd be exhausted or totally. you would be exhausted or other stuff i would happening. have something to do yeah yeah and it just wouldn't work out so then another couple days to a week would go by and yeah same thing mm-hmm. what are you doing friday <laughs> so uh you were hoping for more spontaneity. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to live off passion when you got to plan your passion. Definitely. Yeah. Not my style. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. So I think that that has been, yeah, that's been helpful. That is tricky for me to be present in those moments because my mind is always like on to the next thing. Or if you're like, hey, we have five minutes. I'm like, yeah, but there's this list of shit that needs to be done before he wakes up from a nap. And is his bottle ready? And what's he going to eat for lunch? And all the stuff. So, but I actually really, really appreciate that about you. Like, you're able to be present in those moments. Like, you tune into your body's sensations really well. Would you agree? Yes. Yeah. And that is something that is really hard for a lot of people, including myself. And for me to... Let's work on it, people. For me to, like, be there and receive pleasure is difficult. It's something that has taken and still continues to take a lot of unlearning for me, especially around sex and pleasure as a woman. Like That's a big conversation and a conversation we have had many times, but allowing myself to receive pleasure and then in turn give pleasure as well when my mind is like antsy and racing and scrambled (laughs) yeah yeah, scrambled like it's easy for me to brush that off and to say later not now i have these seven things that need to be done instead then later never comes then later never comes and as you said like it is important to you like that is how you feel love but how great do you feel afterwards too yeah absolutely 
So it is beneficial for both of us. Yeah. Of course. We wouldn't we wouldn't engage in it if it wasn't beneficial for both of us. No, and I just feel like the love afterwards mm. keeps going. I think that that's actually really important. Like we have of course our connection yeah. is different. The way we parent is different. It's just softer and more gentle and not as like <laughs> frantic. <laughs> Not as frustrated. Yeah. Yeah. With each other as well. Absolutely. Yeah. And with our almost four-year-old. That's sometimes tough coming off of an ice shift. Very tough. Um, I think that that's worth mentioning one more time, though. Just speaking about you being back to work and being on doing day shifts and night shifts, I think that we have found the night shifts and you coming off those night shifts much more difficult this time with two kids than we did with one kid because, of course, it's tough on you as the person working them, but then it's tough on me, the person that is then doing the majority of the parenting. Day and night. Day and night. Yeah. Tough situation for everyone. It is tough. Yeah, something that we're working uh, with, again, Jen, our counselor, around more strategies on how we can best manage that I think that's going to be a work in progress obviously yeah and I think that that's like the reoccurring theme of this is that it's just hard a lot of the time it is just hard and I think that that's really normal in these young years well and I think that when you're not in that moment you don't really fully get it Mm -hmm. so I'm not in the moment that you have and I'm not you're not in the moment that I have so it's very tough for each other to look at the way things are going. Yeah, tough to see each other. Mm-hmm. For sure. Blinded. <laughs> can, can we get to counseling now? Sure. What else okay. we got? So, uh, quick recap. Randy and I started doing counseling together two years ago. And incredibly helpful. But we haven't done any sessions together Basically, since that time, we did maybe three or five sessions together, and then we took a break. And then this spring, we decided that that was something we wanted to pursue again. Why was that important for you? Well, let's go back a little bit, because we had brought it up in between then that we should go and see it. And it was brushed off by both of us. Um, We didn't put the the action in it, which we should have probably a while ago, but, um, we're living a different life. We added a new kid, uh, similar, but different stressors. So it's good to have someone from the outside, um, help us out. Even when we know the answer, it's right in front of us. It's nice to hear it from someone else. Yeah. And it gives it just more of a base. Mm-hmm. That unbiased third party. Yeah. What's your favorite part about counseling? Um, I think just the way you feel afterwards. How do you feel afterwards? Just a sudden relief of unknown, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, you, you do know what you need to do, but 
having someone sit there and kind of reassure that is feels great. Yeah. My favorite part is having both of our experiences be validated. And to see that, I think it helps us to be seen and heard and to understand the other person's perspective so much better. But my, as I said, my favorite part is the validation of our experience individually. Which we know all along. And it's hard to see. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You just made it sound better than mine. (laughs) Okay. Last thing I want to talk about. Do you feel at this point, again, a year plus now of living life with two kids, do you feel like your needs are being met individually as Brandy? Uh, No, yes, somewhat. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's always changing. As the kids grow, my needs grow or change. So as soon as we get on top of that, it changes again and we got to figure it out. Yeah. So... Yes and no. I mean, my biggest thing is is having time alone with you. So, is that being met? Not 100%. Not even close. Um, but when we do get to see family and they help out, it's been like night and day for me. Mm, yeah. You feel so much different in that space when we're having help versus when we're living a regular life. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I would definitely agree. I do not feel like my needs are being met individually the majority of the time. Um, And I just think a lot of things need to shift for me. I don't want to parent all day, every day anymore at this point. Uh, I'm just getting to that stage where... I just want to do my own stuff. Like, I want to have more time to work on my business, work in my business. Um, I think that I'll be able to parent more effectively when I do take more time away. I just feel like my patience gets so so fried so fast when I'm parenting both of them together. Um, So I think we're working on some schedule changes and shifts that need to happen. But for me, it's not even that I want to take all day away to go work, even like two, three, four hours, a few days a week. When I get to work during daylight hours, I think would be a huge change for me. So uh, the way I've been working over this last year and over the last four years is that my work happens at nap time or after bedtime, sometimes early in the morning And it's just increasingly difficult now as Theo is napping once a day. He's awake for long stretches throughout the day. So it's just super tough to do anything. And then my time with you, if we do have time at the end of the day, after bedtime, I feel like I can't be there with you because I need to get to my to-do list. And that just feels like I just feel really over that. Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah. Yeah. I would like for you to have more time at night, too. I know. So, let's sum it up. All in all, 
good year, like amazing things that have happened. And I think that we both feel really at peace with this being our family. Would you agree? Yes. Yeah. No more babies are coming our way. None. (laughs) We are so wonderfully grateful to have these two. And it feels really nice that this is our family unit and we're like solid in that. And it's been really hard in a lot of different ways for us both as individuals, for us together, the parenting, um, the load of it all is a lot of effort. And I think that moving forward, things are just going to continue to shift and change. I know for myself at the two-year postpartum mark with our first, I felt a big shift in myself and feeling more like myself, I still feel like very much postpartum at this stage. I think different than the first time around because I'm not breastfeeding currently and I was until two years postpartum with our oldest and that absolutely took a toll on me. So that feels different. But at the same time, at that two-year mark, our connection like as a partnership felt different and we were able to get away and be with each other more easily. Two-year-olds are very different than one-year-olds. Yes. (laughs) So I think I trust and believe that that probably will happen for us again. Um, And in the meantime, we're just really continuing to work on how we can best support and love each other through this. Anything else? I think that's it. Yeah pretty good thank you hey thanks for having me thanks for being on for the third time will you come back for a fourth we'll see okay (laughs) we hope you enjoyed listening to this episode of the to birth and beyond podcast you can find any links or resources we discussed in the show notes at to birth and beyond.com and if you enjoyed today's show we would love for you to leave us a review on itunes and subscribe to the to birth and beyond podcast in itunes or stitcher 